0: Welcome to episode 266 of the Whatnots Review Show, where every week we pick a story and we talk about it. This could be a movie, TV series, anime, comic book, audio drama, all kinds of entertainment. We watch it, read it, listen to it, and then we come back here and we talk about it. My name is Melissa Wilkinson, and I am joined, as always, by Kyle Springer. Extra, extra podcast all about it.
1: We We will. (laughs) You will listen (laughs) all about it.
0: Podcast (laughs) is only our verb; it's not yours.
1: Ah, sure. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Is 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 there a you you know how they have like different words in different languages for for different (laughs) feelings or stuff that we don't have here in in English, right? Sure. I, I wonder if there is a verb in some other language some other language that is like the act of listening to a podcast
0: that is it's separate just... from like the word you use when you're listening to music or something
1: right yeah yeah just like the the the, the feeling you get when you're listening to a podcast i wouldn't i wonder if that's an actual thing <laughs> it Anyways, is a special feeling you,
0: thank you for Melissa. sharing the special time with us i'm doing good how was your
1: weekend Ben? A weekend has been okay so far uh not too eventful can't complain but i am getting ready to do some traveling this week i have a little work yeah, that's tri- right trip i get to go back to richmond where i used to live um and i, I actually get to stay with my old roommates Aww. and everything so it's gonna be Fun. a good, good trip so i'm excited,
0: oh, excited. The dogs yeah. yes that's that's very nice <laughs>
1: It's good stuff. It's good stuff. What about you? How's your weekend been?
0: I went to a Shrek party on Friday night. I went to a special screening of Shrek 2 at my Don't local Alamo get... Draft House.
1: Yes, he was Amazing. there. <laughs> it, it, what what happened? What what constitutes a Shrek party?
0: They called it a swamp party. Uh, we got little goodies with our ticket package. I don't have any of them within arm's reach, but we got a little felt Shrek ears headband and a very Amazing. godmother wand, a single onion peel keychain <laughs> that you could cool. also like clip onto your Shrek ears, like he's got an earring. Uh, and there's the scene in Shrek Two where they go through the drive-through at the Fryer's Fat Boy, and <laughs> so we got like a cardboard box, like a Happy Meal box nothing in it just a piece of cardboard we could fold it up and it would look like the medieval so cool. meal box from that place
1: that's awesome that sounds like so much fun, fun.
0: shrek <laughs> 2 really hits seeing it in a theater <sighs> for the first time since it came out in like 2004 it was delightful
1: oh you went to a theater to i would a theater this. yes oh wow Inqu- Which I, I was? This was at like someone's ha- ha- house. They were just like, "Hey guys, Shrek party <laughs> yes. at my house!" Right?
0: <laughs> my good friend, first name Alamo, last name Draft House.
1: There you go. That's that's fun. Yeah i I saw those in theater. I don't think I've really seen them since. The only Shrek content that uh, I have watched since then is what we did on the Patreon exclusive. <gasps> The right. like the Shrek Shrek re- retold retold. Yeah, God. Yeah, I like I've I've seen clips and stuff since then. But I don't think <laughs> I've actually sat down to watch the movies since they came out. And I don't think I saw past three. I
0: well, there's I, there's I, I, one, I, one I, past three. There is four plus like your puss in boots, your puss in boots. The last wish relevant to our topic today. There is a Shrek stage musical. There There is a filmed version of it that you can go watch somewhere. I think it was previously on Netflix. I don't know where it is now.
1: That's interesting. (laughs) Well, speaking of stage musicals, what are we talking about today, Melissa?
0: We are doing a review show first. This is a set of pitches I've been wanting to do for a while. I gave you three filmed versions of live stage musicals and the one you Mm -hmm. picked was disney's newsies live from the pantages theater in hollywood california
1: indeed yeah i i ended up picking this one because what you had pitched to me was a good like variety of scale of production uh Mm -hmm. you had one that you described as simple and understated. And it was kind of incredible how much they could do with almost. Yeah. yeah. Come from
0: away, which is very minimal. It's very much like we have 12 chairs and we change out different hats.
1: Right. And then on the opposite end of that, you had one that was like, this is like an incredible grand scale production. Like you're not going to see anything better than (laughs) this. Um,
0: Which was the the SpongeBob musical, which has (laughs) really impressive production design and costuming on that one. And yeah, yeah, you picked newsies because you're like, I feel like this is the average of the two. This feels right in the middle. And I think this was a good choice. I think it's a very a nice sample of like what is the average musical you could go see today? And what's a very attainable show for you to see? Yeah. I tried to pick filmed productions that were from the last handful of years to give you a, uh, a fairly accurate representation of what you might see if you went to your local theater, you know, whatever the your equivalent is there in Oklahoma City that like the big touring productions come through. I'm like, what mm-hmm. is a good representation of what Kyle could see? And the other two musicals, I think, are still in like the Broadway touring circuit, maybe they're more recent. But Newsies is like, you could see a community theater do this. You could see a high school or a college theater right. do this. This is yeah. the most attainable of the three musicals I presented you with.
1: Absolutely. Uh and I think it it ended up being a very apt choice for what is happening uh right now in in the the, the, the in the world. I mean, we have the writers and actors on strike mm. uh right now uh and I didn't know that that was the plot of this movie, that they form a union and they go on strike. Uh, mm. So it, it just felt right. It was just like, oh, what a little nice, nice yeah. supr- supr- surprise. Um, it is and, very convenient timing. Yeah, I, I guess that being said, something that you and I have briefly discussed off off camera, um, I, I know that SAG-AFTRA has put out guidelines for what they want podcasters to 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 help support them in the strike. Uh, we feel that we are kind of small time Joes like we're just normal. <laughs> Absolutely. We, yes. We, we don't think that the the guidelines truly apply to us, but in we are still live, like well we do a book club style podcast so we maybe kind of dip our toes into that water but we're not making it, it any money off of right. the, the, this. we've never
0: had an ad we've never had a yeah. sponsor we get a handful of patreon dollars a month
1: yeah and that goes back into all the hosting platforms we do so yeah we've we've decided to keep trucking along um, but I I felt that was a good good time to mention yeah. that. Um, but yeah. if, if things up, up up update and they they do are are, are like hey even if you are small time then you know maybe we'll 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 see how we can have p- 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 it and uh, yeah see if we can continue the podcast while covering non struck work. W- mm-hmm. So um, t- 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 yeah. Uh, Just I thought I should at at least since we will be talking about unions and strikes and all of that good stuff, because I am in full support of uh, Mm. their their strike and what they're up to right now. But yeah, uh, so Melissa Newsies, the Broadway musical Have, have so you had seen this before and I'm assuming you've seen the movie that this is based I, off of.
0: If I have seen the movie, it's when I was very little. I okay. <laughs> but I have seen the live stage production before. I saw it in 2017, uh which was the same year this was filmed. Okay.
1: Cool. Cool. Inter- interesting. Um I I don't think I've ever seen the m- 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 movie and you know me, I'm not the big like theater musical person compared to you. So I haven't seen like th- this was brand new to me. <laughs> it felt like
0: that was the um, goal.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I I ended up really enjoying th- 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 this. I, I, I think nice. the musical numbers were g- great. All of the d- 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 dancing on stage was incredible. Uh, even the, the set, it was really neat what they did with these like giant towers of these, like these, these stairs that have these, uh, not canopies, but these like screens that can roll down and Mm -hmm. they can, they can project things on them or they can roll them up. And it's supposed to be like a building. It has this industrial look. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think fits that that time period a lot and they move these things around they twist them they they turn them um I think even with the way they filmed it they did a good job to yeah get different angles of the show get things that maybe the audience wouldn't necessarily see uh to help heighten it um but yeah i I, I, I think oh overall they did a fantastic job with this um so i was I was glad that I got to watch this so
0: awesome i'm I'm happy you responded to this positively yes. uh, I had seen newsies before I remember that I, I liked it but I didn't remember it very specifically uh I think this is a great Filmed version, you can see it's really up close and dynamic and energetic. Mm -hmm. It really wraps you up in it. It's very compelling energy. When you see a good musical, you feel like you want to jump in the air. Do you know those like restaurant commercials where it's like we use only the freshest ingredients and there's like a tomato that they throw through a stream of water in midair? Yep. (laughs) A good musical (laughs) makes you feel like that tomato.
1: Now you're just making me think of Kentaro, the sweet two salary. Million, and then all of his like orgasmic, just, ah, ooh, I
0: am the amazing. Yes. Yes. Right, yeah. <laughs> but the emotion of like the, t- the tomato leaps in the air, it's such a perfect round little tomato in this bright, clean water. The water shimmers. There's a light reflection as the tomato yeah. passes through it. It's this burst of like, energy and clarity and excitement and that's what a musical is
1: yeah makes makes you think that burger king burgers actually look like the best burgers in the world (laughs) even if they're not which is not to say anything about the musical itself but (laughs) still (laughs) good stuff um yeah Uh, Yeah, I I had a blast with this. I haven't really ever seen any other kind of stage musical productions that have been filmed like this. Um, I've really only ever been to a play like twice in my life. I mean, I've been in the like mandatory elementary school play where every kid (laughs) has a speaking part, right? Yes. Um, But I've only ever been to the theater that I can remember twice and it coincidentally happened to be the exact same play right on purpose. It was the, the 39 steps, the Alfred Mm. Hitchcock. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I I went with my mom one time when I was really, really young. And then I went in college to support a, a a friend that had a, a, a role in a, production of of that and i didn't know that that was the play that they were doing and so i like sat down and started watching it i was like this is familiar have i seen this before and then they get (laughs) handcuffed together and i'm just like oh okay yes i remember this one i've seen this um but that's that's my theater experience wow that's kind of it um you you go all the time you have like a, a, a summer local theater production thing that you do. Um,
0: I I probably have a program right here. Yes, I do. Uh, St. Louis is blessed to have the Muni, which originated uh, over 105 years ago as the municipal opera company. And it's this big outdoor theater in forest park, our big central park of the city. Mm -hmm. And Over the years, it's gone from old timey 1910s opera to every summer they do a season of seven Broadway caliber stage musicals. And these aren't like touring productions that come through like they put them on in the span of a week. They do everything in this outdoor theater with these like big set pieces. And there's like trees right there growing out of the stage. And you watch the whole thing as the sun sets. And it's got 11,000 seats and the back thousand have always been free. If you show up early, you can sit there for free. And even like the next, the seats you have to pay for start at like 15 or $18. Like it's very affordable. It's very attainable. And they've done so many shows my whole life. So I've grown up with this very accessible theater experience that i could go to in addition to like community theater and high school theater that i would go to and things like that Mm -hmm. and since i would go sporadically as a kid and since i've been an adult like for the past 10 years or so i try and hit every single show every summer (laughs) so i see a lot of theater there's shows that i've seen there I've seen West Side Story there at least twice because they just see everything. And the more popular shows they will do like every seven or eight years on a pretty tight rotation. Uh, St. Louis also has the Fox Theater, the Fabulous Fox, which is our very fancy theater. It looks a lot Hmm. like the Pantages, which is the theater that you see in this filmed version of Newsies. And that's like the big touring national tours that come through. And I've seen. In the last couple of years, more shows there. You know, it's like I gained more disposable income as an adult, and Broadway is what I want to spend it on. I see that. Yes, yes, I see a lot of theater. It's something I always try and make space for in my life. Uh, I probably, cool. it, with at least seven Muni shows, and then I probably go to at least one or two other local, like community things or things at the Fox every year. Yes, yes, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and That's watching good, this fun. watching this production, I didn't recognize any of the actors, but I was aware I did.
1: <laughs> you did. I sure did. Yeah. Wh- who do you know? The The main actor, Jeremy. I forget his. Let me look, look it up here. I have it here. Uh, Jeremy Jordan, who played Jack Kelly. Uh, I recognize him from the Supergirl show on oh. CW. Um, which I, I think he he then stepped down from the show to go film this because uh, you said this was filmed in twenty seventeen, mm. which is, I think, kind of around the same time that he stepped oh. down from that show. Sh- oh. um, so, yeah, I, I saw I, I like I saw I saw him and was like, I kind of recognize him from somewhere where do i know and i looked him up and he was like yeah he's on supergirl and i was like ah yes i know him that's nice he plays another reporter and a best f- f- friend of super uh kind of like the jimmy olsen but not because there is jimmy olsen in that oh um but uh he's also the son of toy man in that show so he's like am i gonna grow up to be a super villain like my dad i don't want to be oh. <laughs> So yeah.
0: a- another theme that's here in newsies yeah, yeah absolutely that's yeah. fun i I don't specifically remember seeing any of these performers before, but there is a non-zero chance that I have seen them before. Just the sheer number of performers from... It's not all local performers that play at the Muni, although certainly there are many. Uh, The actor who plays Oogie Boogie Man in The Nightmare Before Christmas, he's a local guy. So you see him like at least once a summer.
1: Great. He's got a great
0: voice. It's always a delight when Ken Page is there. But it gets so many different actors from like all across the country. We've had a couple big names come through. I got to see John O'Hurley as King Arthur and spam a lot. Uh, I've gotten to see Corbin Blue from the high school musical films a couple times. He likes it here. He's really (laughs) great. Justin Guarini, who was the runner-up in the first ever season of American Idol. Great. Another Muni
1: repeat.
0: Wow. We've been very
1: fortunate. Wow, man, it's um, <laughs> interesting. Uh, so, in 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 terms of plot of what the mm. newsies is about, let's do a let's do a quick plot synopsis uh, for for people who might not have seen the yeah. movie or the show, the 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 stage play, like me.
0: I I believe this is a pretty close adaptation to the movie from the 90s i think they've uh uh, buffed up the the lead girls part a bit more to make her more of a protagonist not just a love interest can't speak too much to the original film but this is set in 1899 Uh, it's about these newsboys in new york city selling the papers and the publisher of the papers joseph pulitzer decides to raise the prices it's like these newsies have to pay me 60 cents to get 100 papers instead of when they used to pay me 50 cents and we don't buy back any papers that don't sell so if there's like a boring headline one day like i think in the movie it's trolley strike enters third week just something that's like not going to get anybody's blood up. The papers don't sell as well. And the newsboys are upset. Like I gave you my precious 50 cents. I'm trying to get that money back. You're really making it hard on me. And now like, I, I have to give you more money to to make even less. And so all the newsboys band together and strike uh, and reach out to other of the many, many child workers that existed in New York city in 1899
1: yeah absolutely uh I, from what i read on the wikipedia page i guess this is based off of true events mm-hmm. um i'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure exactly how all of that actually went down um but i think this broadway musical production at least is a great and fairly succinct way to tell that story it's very clear Mm -hmm. in in what it's message is it's very clear in the plot Uh, the characters are a lot of fun Mm. Um, there's really only a a couple main characters that you need to know there's uh, there's a couple Mm. side characters that have smaller parts but are still kind of elevated above uh, like some of the extras
0: how would how it often get goes in a musical. Like you've got your main protagonist, but then you will have other supporting characters who get like one feature number, like the one of the other kids in the group. I watched this uh, pretty much right after I pitched it to you last week. So some of the names have leached out of my head already, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. but like one of the supporting kids gets the whole, I'm the King of New York song and dance number where after they make it into the paper, like All these newsboys who sell the papers have never been in the paper before and they're like, mm-hmm. everybody's eyes are on us. We've really got the city's attention. We can win. We can do this. We feel on top of the world.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Crutchy
0: gets a whole number. There's a character with sure a crutch who everybody just calls Crutchy. <laughs> She's also very... <laughs> 1899
1: (laughs) right yeah exactly exactly uh cool well i think uh now that we've done all of that we will take a quick break for housekeeping uh and when we come back we will dive into spoilers like is that a thing for musicals for broadway productions spoilers maybe i don't know
0: i mean oftentimes (laughs) when you go into it it's like well i know aaron burr shoots hamilton uh i know dorothy goes back to kansas from oz
1: i know the west side gets a story i don't know (laughs) (laughs) we'll be right back here at the whatnots we make multiple different shows and a lot of hard work goes into making them so we would love it if you check them all out if you enjoy our shows patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to show your support For just a dollar a month, you can get early access to episodes and at our $3 tier, a Patreon-exclusive podcast, The Pilots Club. You can even get a shout-out and thank you on most of our shows at the $5 tier. And if you're one of our patrons already, thank you so much. It means the world to us. You can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch for video versions of the shows, trailer reactions and live streams. And lastly, we have merch. If you wanna grab yourself a shirt or a hoodie or a mug or something else, head over to the whatnots.com store to pick up some merch today. All right, we are back. Once again, a big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. We love you a lot. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Speaking of Patreon over on the Pilots Club this month, we covered the pilot of Veronica Mars, Uh, an interesting Mm -hmm. show from, I guess, early 2000, late 90s, right? Yeah, 2004, 2004, the same
0: premiere date is lost. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that 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 was an an interesting sh- sh- show. I had seen I Zombie, which is by the same creator, so it was neat for for me at least to see the kind of connections of like, yeah, this this feels real s- similar. Um, but I had always heard good things about Veronica Mars, um, so yeah, if you're interested in that, go check it out. That's at the Patreon. T- 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 Air of three dollars and above, right here on the review show. This past week, we got to talk about the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. We had a lot of fun mm-hmm. with that. Uh, we got to dive into some of the comics. We read the first three volumes of the comics, which is which kind of picks up from the old show slash movies. Like briefly retells some of the plot points that have that were were happening in that show and then starts to take it in its own direction. And wow, they were so good.
0: <laughs> like,
1: mm. I I had always heard good things. I expected them to be good. But even still, they exceeded my expectations. The art was fantastic. I really liked them a lot. And I think I might Those go back fun. and continue reading them down the road um so yeah we got to read some mighty morphin power rangers comics um and then over on the reactor core uh we have a spoiler cast up for the venture bros uh we also have a trailer reaction to the continental uh which just j- dropped a new official trailer uh this is the spin-off show of john wick uh, mm-hmm. in the 1970s about how winston got control of the continental um and the show looks really really neat it looks cool yeah real um,
0: high-end production values real classy oh yeah. I, some of the best stuff out of john wick i'm happy Lots it persists here
1: it's great <laughs> yeah, yeah. In, indeed indeed uh last but not least over on the captain's log this past week uh we got to t- well, Melissa introduced me to the brave boy challenge yes uh, which i it, we, i won't explain it right now but go check out the captain's log to find out exactly what that was but Melissa i texted you and i said yes. challenge I was- <laughs> accepted and completed (laughs) i have completed the brave boy challenge
0: (laughs) i hope it was successful i hope all parties enjoyed it
1: (laughs) they did they did indeed (laughs) good stuff so go check out the captain's log we have a lot of fun stuff here at the whatnots for you to check out But yeah, uh, without further ado, I I guess the only uh, other thing with the captain's log is because I'm I'm traveling this week. We won't have the captain's log this week, but we will Mm -hmm. be back uh, the week after. Um, Yeah, just a heads up on that. Uh, But yeah, I guess without further ado, let's get back into the newsies. That's our spoiler alert sound. So spoilers for the newsies. Right. (laughs) Uh, Don't read the headlines or you might get spoiled about what happens. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I I, let's start out with uh, me recognizing the main actor. I I, kind of already said that I I recognized him from super girl girl. But. Immediately, this is kind of one of the first things that came to mind is I I don't know how familiar you are with some of Superman's side characters, but he has this group of side characters called the News Boy Legion, which no, essentially are them. the Newsies like wow. they are just these like yeah they like, they're out there slinging p- papers and selling them but superman kind of uses them in the same way that the bbc sherlock with benedict C- cumberbatch has the like network of homeless people Mm. that he like has so he has like a network of these like news (gasps) always that can pass along info or stuff like that and i'm just like this reminds me a lot of that and then here's this (laughs) actor that i recognize from super girl uh which the, the Superman and Supergirl mythology kind of re- revolve around this like I could be a, a reporter or yeah. Lois L- 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 Lane, right? And here in this, we also have a very like Lois Lane yes. type character. In um, and, and again, I'm I'm also terrible with uh, names. Let it, me see I if I can pull it Catherine. up here. Catherine Plummer. Yeah, um, is the name she publishes under. Um, but yeah, I, like, I, like, I, I really just got this like old school Superman vibe, like immediately with all of this. And I was like, this is kind of (laughs) cool. Like, I I, I like this. This is fun. Um, I
0: I did think that as a, a comic book fan, that Newsies might be a good musical theater entry point for you. Because like all these kids feel like they grew up with Steve Rogers and Bucky Barnes. Oh sure, I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't even know, know about Superman's League of newsboyfriends. The newsboy, I liked to learn about it.
1: Yeah, which then it immediately made me think of of like, I there's there has to be some like Superman arc. I know there is. I've r- read some, but like, could I pitch something like that on the r- review show down <laughs> the road just to be like Melissa? more newsies here we go <laughs> the newsboy legion this has to be a newsboy the very legion limited comic.
0: genre of newsies we will cover it all
1: <laughs> exactly all three things <laughs>
0: i when i watched this i felt like you would be a newsie in a past life
1: i yeah i I, I like those style hats that they, that they have. I, 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 I own t- two of them, but they're much more like modern style of, of uh-huh. that hat. But before we started recording, I mentioned I did used to have like a newsy style hat, like mm. la, 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 leather. It looked like it was made in the 1920s. Like it it looked like that kind of style hat. I don't have it any or I would be here on the podcast being like, go check out the YouTube version. You can see, see me in my Newsies hat.
0: I wanted to. Boys. <laughs> you, have, you have 10 weeks until we dress up for our Halloween episodes. You have time to acquire <laughs> no, another I'll, Newsy hat.
1: I'll be a Newsie for Halloween.
0: Yeah. That's, that's a fair costume for somebody of any age
1: <laughs> capitalists beware i'm a newsie <laughs> <laughs> and i'm on strike <laughs> but yeah yeah so I, I i had a lot of fun uh with this uh something else that i thought was interesting a a connection that my partner made who who said she thinks she had seen the movie in school Mm. like it was one of the like end of the year we don't have anything to do let's just watch Disney's the newsies um Mm -hmm. she was like hey some of this music or the themes in this sound an awful lot like the Little Mermaid yes I'm setting you up Melissa let's talk uh... talk about the music
0: Yes, this music is from Alan Menken, who Mm -hmm. scored your childhood, Uh, you know, in his collaborations with his late partner, lyricist Howard Ashman and others. He did the music for Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Little Shop of Horrors. This is not our first Menken coverage on the show. You and I watched Frank Oz's Little Shop of Horrors uh, first year of the podcast, I think. Yeah. This summer at the Muni has been a mink and heavy year because we saw Little Shop. We saw Beauty and the Beast. uh, And the closer of the season is a another Disney stage musical adaptation of one of their movies with Sister Act. I I know the movie, but I've never seen Sister Act on stage. So I'm very excited for it. And the fact that they placed it as the closer for the season promises. Just a big blowout.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I did not know that at the time again because i'm not a theater or musical person uh knowing that he did the music on this you're no, wagging your no, finger you know, at me for no, you know something. you know
0: what else alan Menken scored he's had such a huge career i didn't even look him up i'm just naming things off the top of my head he wrote that star-spangled man with a plan song from captain america the first avenger
1: there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but like I not really being familiar with his career and not having that be a household name for me. Uh, when my partner mentioned that, I was just like, yeah, I guess you're right. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> And and then, yeah, this morning as I was uh, getting ready for the podcast and opened up the the Wikipedia p- p- page, it, it's, yeah, like m- music by Alan Mankin. And so I just went to his page to be like, I wonder what else he's done. It's like, oh, everything.
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he's done everything.
1: I I, yes. I know him. I know his work. <laughs> uh-huh. So that that's good. I, I forget what so- song she mentioned it on, um, but it was it, it was it like within the first third of, of them like wanting to go out to Santa Fe and just dreaming yeah. of a better <laughs> life, like all yes. of this stuff. And I was like, I want to be where the desert is. Where yes, that's every because I can't breathe out of water.
0: <laughs> Almost all musicals that follow a traditional structure have a number like that. It's called the I Want song. When you think about it like part of your world, Belle singing, I want adventure in the great wide somewhere. The, the Skid Row song from Little Shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's SpongeBob's got one. Come From Away is a very like atypically styled musical. We wouldn't have had one if we watched that, I think, but Yes, a common structure in a very wonderful, warm, familiar way. And like going to this outdoor theater every summer, I know like the pacing of all right, the sun's going to set during the I want song because it's always like this certain amount of time into a show.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I I think that's an, an interesting way to structure it because it sets up. At, at at the very least, it sets it sets up like an emotional stake of like mm-hmm. this is my g- goal. This is where I want to get to. Even if I don't actually get there, and the play doesn't take the character t- t- to that spot, we never get to Santa Fe in yeah in this. But it still it has it sets up the emotional stakes when he decides to stay and yes. abandon that that want. For, for, for but I do have my whole family here, 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 here. um and it, it, it it's not necessarily like the i've I gotta be it in school it's not the rising action but what's the the like hook thing that sets you up on the rising action You're inciting right, your inciting incident there you go that that thing um, <laughs> like it it it's it has a similar function to that where it's like here's the hook here's here's Mm. here's the 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 thing that you should potentially be looking out for for, for. um Mm. because here in this it also sets him up for like well maybe if we take this deal that looks out for my family that gets you a Mm. little bit more money like all like it it Mm. it helps to kind of inform you of who this character is or how he might make his decisions Mm -hmm. Uh, down 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 the road and i think this one was effective so
0: Mm -hmm. there's really fun numbers in here i've always remembered i'm the king of new york that one's really stuck with me but i love the big group opening number carrying the banner for us all there's a lot of numbers kind of at that same like uh mood and tempo that are big dance numbers for all the boys to come in. And they're like long numbers that will have these like dance breaks in the middle. They'll Mm -hmm. they'll be like whole 10 minute sequences or something. Those are such a delight. That is one of the strengths of this show is not just the real bombastic uplifting music, but the, the choreography of it. The, when I was reading, going through lists of where can I find different filmed stage productions a lot of the little blurbs I read about Newsies cited the show as being athletic. And I think that that's true. It's a lot of jumping. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of like acrobatics. I, I was watching this with my roommate who is a, a football player, a soccer player an athlete of many different stripes and she was getting so pumped up watching this and she sees like one of the boys jump over another boy she shoves me and she's like that could be us i want to
1: do this (laughs) melissa you and me we could do this right now let's go
0: (laughs) and i thought of high school musical where troy bolton is like i'm a jock can i also do musicals Yes, they are. Yes, those Venn diagram circles overlap in in some regards. Troy Bolton would have been great as a newsie.
1: Man, so I I used to dance. Um, it, kind of a short lived thing. I was never studio trained. I started in college, uh, and it was hip, 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 hip hop. Um, mm. I for a short time was a, a b- b- boy um but that that was the thing is like i i didn't i I was not good at making things up on the spot so i Mm. ended up going into choreography and learning a little bit more of like studio hip-hop uh some funk styles i did take some contemporary classes and stuff like that um and having performed on stage where you you are d- d- doing stuff like that a- absolutely i know how tiring it is to jump around mm-hmm. on stage like that it is there, there'd be n- numbers where we'd we'd stop and we'd hit that like final thing and we're just like <sighs> yes yes <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and then we have to start the next one right and it's just like fuck Oh my yeah. God.
0: Here we go. Okay. Right? <laughs> A
1: I think of like Mob Psycho 100 where he's trying to <laughs> keep up with all the the And he just can't. Um but to see them do all of that on stage while singing. It's yeah. just like oh, fuck me. Oh God. right. <laughs> and you do it incredible. like
0: In one continuous, flawless run, I always get this nerve the secondhand nervous feeling watching these filmed productions like you can't flub this up like you. I mean, you shouldn't in general, but like tonight of all nights when the cameras are on you, like don't trip over your words. Don't trip over your feet. The precision that a musical theater performer has to do this Every night in this one continuous thing where there are no takes I and mean, being an actor for like film or television also has its own challenges where, yeah, you do have to do the same thing over and over again to get it filmed. But theater actors, like you do this every night, t- twice a day. If it's the weekends and you've got a matinee, you might do this yeah. like eight times a week for like 18 months. And just the, the routine and the precision and how you keep your energy up so much. The mem—the the strength of your mind to memorize everything, the strength of your body, the strength of your will and your spirit to, like, give everybody the best show you can give them, even if it is, like, Saturday at two o'clock, like a year and a half in. That's yeah. remarkable. I feel like I'm witnessing a miracle every time I see a musical live.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it, yeah, it's incredible just to, to, to see that they can hit these notes and they don't sound like they're straining themselves mm. to sing and like stay in a certain range or volume level or stuff. It just it seems natural uh, in, mm-hmm. in, in the way uh, that they, they, they do all of this stuff <laughs> to, to help else that this makes me. Think of which got a lot of praise when people figured it out and noticed that it was ha- 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 happening is actually something in a video game um it, it insomniac made a spider-man game marvel mm. spider-man and something that people noticed is that uh, the voice lines that the that Peter Parker would ha- ha- have, he would be speaking them no matter if you're standing still, if you are running, if you're f- hiding or if you're swinging a- across mm. the head. T- t- but. The way he would say the voice lines would change depending on what action you're doing. So if he is swinging, he is like you would hear like some 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 strain in his voice to be like, yeah, this is taking a lot out of him to swing across this heady and like that like when when people figured out that that's what was happening and like did multiple play haru's to Uh. like record record it and then get both versions of of that like blew people's minds of just like Mm. that's so neat and it would like flawlessly switch back and forth between them um and it just it It makes me think of like if even Spider-Man has to like strain himself as he's speaking while he's swinging, like just the the amount of like control that these these actors have to make everything not sound strained, not sound like, okay, here comes the big jump. Oh, God. Right. Like and to have to hit the note, to keep that note, to 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 do all of this is just incredible. It's it's wow. (laughs) <laughs> <Like> I <laughs> it's the next level stuff,
0: yes, that's what I love about going to see live theater is just and and most of the time when I go to a play, uh it's frequently something I have seen before. I'm always getting to see new things, but there are also shows like a West side story or wizard of Oz or a beauty and the beast that I've seen over and over again, like multiple times in my life where it's like, there's no need to talk about the story anymore. Yeah. Harold Hill comes to town and he tries to sell you 76 bomb trombones. We all know that, but it's like, what is this version of it doing? That's really exciting. What are these performers doing? Set design, the lighting design. What is the energy here on this one night that I am here Mm-hmm. It's it's so fun and like that's what I end up talking to my friends about during intermission. It's like we don't we don't need to talk about the plot. <laughs> Plots accepted as a given at this point. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> what? Man, um, yes, I I do want to say to talk about the the presentation of the show. This is a really unique stage in that it seems very deep and very tall like much taller than it is wide it's not mm-hmm. the proportions of most stages i have seen it's like a stage in an imax aspect ratio almost <laughs> so when they build these big sort of like fire escapes and like scaffolding like that big set piece the almost hollywood squares looking thing that right, they do yeah. most of the yeah, show around
1: like hollywood squares guy
0: what. It is a square. I've never seen such a square show before. It gives the show a really interesting energy to have everything be so tall. Like it really echoes the the skyscrapers of the city. Uh, The the sort of emotional journey of these kids just wanting to move up in the world, wanting to stand up for themselves. It echoes the choreography of just all the high jumps and like kids hopping on each other's shoulders and stuff that's in this show. Like it works. It's not just interesting on its own. Like it echoes other stuff that's going on around it. Yeah. And watching people climb up and down. Uh, a scaffolding like that the the live show i got to see this week at the muni was rent which has a kind of similar main set piece like that that they go up and down and there's all these stairs and uh use donkey kong your way up and down this thing rent also has a song about a character wanting to leave behind the busy new york life to go to santa fe so specific
1: (laughs) i don't know if one of
0: these informed the other but I think that's very funny. I
1: I I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if that's like a callback. Like, why Santa Fe? Like, what about I, Santa I, Fe is? Uh, is it
0: just? Is it just fun to say? Can you? You can rhyme it with a lot of things. It's very rhymeable sure syllable sound. Yeah. Maybe that's the point. I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to know a lot more about musical theater history than I do. I know a lot for the average person, but I. I'm not a full musical nerd the way some people are full musical nerds. And I really admire them for it. Like I'm not the sort to just seek out and listen to soundtracks separate of the show. Like it's too much of an emotional journey for me. Mm -hmm. Like I can't just casually listen to the big climactic love ballad while I'm just trying to answer emails at work. (laughs) Like I love to see these things live and I don't really like to, it, just listen to songs a la carte outside of that context, you know? So I'm like, I'll wait until it comes through the city. Mm-hmm. And then for the really big shows, it's like Hamilton's come through the city a couple times. So I'm like, I know that's going to be really popular, really crowded. I'm okay. I'll see Hamilton on its like fifth rotation. I just saw wicked for the first time this year. There you go. <laughs> so I, I take my time with it. If I can, anything that's not at the Muni, I'm like, I'll get to it when I
1: get to it yeah um okay so we we've talked a little bit about the like production we've talked a little bit about the music and the athleticism um let's talk a little bit about like the actual story of what's happening uh here um so yeah i i i think one of my favorite pieces that i kind of wished there was more of was Meta larkin she was a great character and i kind of would have liked to see her brothel whatever that was exactly it it Uh, is
0: it's it's a dance hall it's like they put on shows i don't think any actual sex work is happening it's just burlesque performances
1: brothel not a brothel uh
0: (laughs) i i mean this is a disney show like if this show is in another hands perhaps it is a brothel (laughs) Yeah.
1: yeah um but yeah like that i i think was a a a portion of of this that i think would have been i mean it in a certain way, it is also kind of the antithesis of what is happening in this show and what, like, the way the production looks. Like, everything is real industrial and mm. just kind of bare bones. All of the the, the 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 actors are in, you know, just real simple clothes. They're kind of dirty. It, there's just this real simple vibe to it. Yeah, And then, of course, you go into, like, her place and it's the... Women in these extravagant <sighs> lingerie um, and corsets and costumes and feathers and stuff like that, and that's why it was like it stood out. Of like, I want more of that. Like, let's yes, let's see is, more.
0: Yeah, it is a nice deviation in in tone and in aesthetics. Uh, I do appreciate that. I, I do appreciate we get to have this very different type of a a, a female number. I love whenever. Mm-hmm. There's a performance within a show where somebody's at a club and they just sing one of those like flirty torch songs. That's always a delight, mm-hmm. uh, and it's I, that. and it, it's nice to see that these kids have an adult ally, who's not just another yeah. scrappy kid like themselves, but there is an adult who's not even any other parents. Most of them are orphans, but there are the two boys whose dad uh like got his leg hurt in a trolley accident so now they have to get the money for the family and all the other boys make fun of him, like at least you go home and you have a mom and dad we don't right yeah so i yeah i I liked having a non-parental non-literally parental uh, adult figure watching out for these kids
1: yeah that that felt neat because i i think a lot of uh places of business similar to what she operates uh Often works like that, where like she is the den mama, mother, so yeah. to speak. And if there are, whether they be younger kids or women who are in trouble or being hurt, like she will often step in mm-hmm. to help them out, to shelter them, to look after them, feed them, offer them a place to work and make some money. And it, it's just in, it, I guess in odd way like it it's a good sense of community um that that they 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 have there and they are building uh and then of course that like this community that has built up between like the 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 young children the poor the riffraff the who whoever it might be are then like fighting against this capitalist up in his tall chat tower um, that just is completely out of touch. Doesn't understand what's happening, uh, and is like, I can teach them about economics, and it's like, you, <laughs> I think someone needs to teach you about econ. Not this It's not working, dude, dude, like not right. at all. <laughs> um, it,
0: it it also struck me as funny that while the, the the topic of the show is is very pertinent and relevant today, it's not relatable in a more literal sense because there's no actual paperwork or regulations the kids just decide we're a union now we're a stop working we're gonna call even outside of our profession of being newsboys. no discussion of why it's boy exclusive i i would have liked is there a girl who yes. wants to sell papers is there an anybody's of this west side story what's that kid's story but they reach out to every other kid who works in a, a, a factory or or, or in, sewing clothes or, or what have you. Like, it's not just a strike specific to a profession. It's a sp- strike specific to an entire demographic across all of these industries. And I'm like, I really admire what you kids are up to, but this is not replicatable <laughs> in average times. It's so like unofficial and thrown
1: together. So that's the thing. Like uh, around that time, I, I know I, Marxism is kind of around there. Communism is happening. Socialism, like all of that stuff is kind of on the rise. I'm not sure how much I'm, I'm not a history, historian mm. on all of that stuff. So I, I don't know how much of that had formalized, uh, but I know a lot of laborers around that time were picking up on these ideas ideas and starting to act out uh, on them. Mm. Um, and it, so, like, that might be fairly accurate. I'm not I, sure how no, formalized those things were. I'm not saying, I'm were, not saying right? it
0: isn't accurate. I do imagine this was accurate to the time. I just think, like, this sort of scrappy unofficialness of it is not. Oh, sure, <laughs> yeah. direct, Like, can't correlate to today when there's so many, like, rules and
1: regulations
0: and, like, governing I mean, bodies have have and, like, contracts membership. and
1: everything. Yeah. He's like we need so much stuff before we can start a union like membership <laughs> and <all> just like <laughs>
0: and everybody raises their hands as i'm a member and they're
1: like well right. that
0: does it we're done <laughs> we've got it
1: yeah uh like they they like I, I i think that is part of the joke of like hey mm-hmm. we know we don't have time in the musical to set up our bylaws <laughs> and do all of that stuff uh right so it's just like we need members all right we're members <laughs> right and <it's> like, Okay, <laughs> it's sweet. moving on <laughs> Um. But, yeah, they, they end up forming this union and they, they have they have a small victory. Um, but immediately after that, it, they, they kind of come into the reality of. This might last a little bit longer than we were expecting, and we're already poor. How hmm. many days can we truly do this? Um, mm-hmm. which I, I, j- just kind of hit me really hard considering what was going on today and the strike that's mm. happening today, uh, especially with some of the recent comments that Bob Iger has made about the the strike being like, oh, we'll outwrite w- 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 them unt- until they've lost their h- 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 homes and stuff. And, and again, this is on Disney Plus where we I, yeah, this. It's just like, what? What do you say? Like you idiot! Come on. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I guess the difference today is also there's the again I, I don't I don't know I'm not super educated on everything that's happening. Is it the AMPTP or something like yes? That? It's it's something like that. I just had there was a great podcast that Remap Radio did. Uh, they invited a- Adam Conover, C- who you guys mm. might remember from a- a- Adam Ruins Everything. He's in like sh- like the the union l- l- leadership, I think, for the Writers Guild, or he's in on on one of them. Um, but he's he's in a a a high ranking position with them to. Um, just kind of explained exactly what they are asking for for all the stuff about artificial intelligence. But he ended up explaining like what that organization is, the AMPTP. I I might be getting Mm. that uh, wrong, but essentially that they're like this mercenary negotiating organization. So people like Bob Iger or in the case of the nosies here in that people like Pulitzer won't even have to negotiate or deal with them, period. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it is this like they are being paid to essentially just say no to whatever they ask. And so it's like negotiating with a brick wall. Mm hmm. And that's just how the whole thing acts so like yeah um but that like when 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 all that stuff happens it like that hit me hard I was just like man this is like this is so that that was like I I I knew this would be an interesting thing to talk about because of the union but when that happened especially it was just like man (laughs) this is this is hitting hard (laughs) we are not holding back (laughs)
0: And the thing about this story is that everything happens so fast. Like there's no yeah. uh, the prior the meetings or warnings, or if you don't give us this, we are going to do this. And there's no time for anybody mm-hmm. to prepare for anything. It's like Pulitzer makes this decision. It goes in effect in 12 hours. They strike that day. Like this thing is so compressed. I think it takes like five days overall.
1: Lightning speed. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Man, yeah, I, I, I just thought this was a really great, interesting cho- 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 cho choice for us to watch today. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they they go I, on 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 sh- on sh- on strike, and after this small victory, yeah, their their next big big play is like, hey, we're not the only ones who are being mistreated yes. in this heady. Let's open this strike up to a a more general sh- 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 strike which I thought was an interesting move but the musical also doesn't really do much with it. it like we don't like beyond them being like let's let's include them there's nothing else like we don't get to see I, them yeah, you we don't, don't get go to over hear there, there's no yeah. m- 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 musical number there's no big like villain scene with all of the capitalists from all these different I, industries <laughs> being like Let, hey, let's team up right I,
0: which is I can imagine, I again, I haven't seen the film. I think I did when I, when I was like six. It was very little. I have vague memories of the film. I, I certainly don't remember the climax. Maybe this wasn't the actual movie, but in the stage play, you can't imagine that's like Oh, a, a weird overbalancing of resources We're OK for the climax. We suddenly need like 30 extra kids we need to bring in. Like, you know, are we going to cut away and see like kids working in a factory or like sewing garments or in, in a butcher shop wherever kids worked? Like
1: all it's, dreaming about Santa Fe.
0: Right. Right. It like becomes too big for the practical scope of the show. Absolutely, to bring yeah. in all of these extra cast members um and so i think that is one of the things that we're, where theater can be kind of limiting is you typically don't have a million extra people <laughs> you know, yeah. like you don't have extras really you've got this this limited cast who you really need to like make the most out of and when the show is already based on such a large group of these these kids There's not a lot of extra bodies around who can be like,
1: I represent a kid who works at the docks. Exactly. Though that being said, I do think they effectively they like they have a mm. scene that is the like Avengers on your left. Right. (laughs) Where 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 all the different boroughs show up to the meeting. I love that. But like, i that love was a that. great number which I, I saw on the wikipedia page is an original number for the musical that that number is not that that scene might mm. be in there but that musical number uh was original to the the production uh and not the actual movie so mm. that was i neat, think it's I funny. Like, yeah hell yeah and brooklyn's here hell yeah let's go <laughs> The
0: brooklyn boys all arriving like they're marching in they're like we're the boys from brooklyn you can't beat us <laughs> like they've got the, all the, every borough has its own civic pride and its own reputation and legacy like they're not rivals with each other necessarily they're like you don't go into that borough you stay in here but like they sort of have this respect There's- of like we're peers, we're colleagues in some way. Like the the Brooklyn is the turning point. I like that everybody comes in holding like the name of their borough on a big sign, like it's footage from like old political rallies where a guy just has a sign that says Ohio.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm waving a sign but, around, Ohio <laughs> for Ike or whatever.
1: <laughs> they 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 have like um yeah, they each have their little distinct spot that they're on on on, on stage. When Brooklyn sh- showed up, I, t- I, t- I turned to my p- partner and was like, "They have." real kennergy we we, we we just went to go see <laughs> ba, 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 barbie here and they're like they're just so happy they're like the boys are here right yes, um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> this
0: is this is such a boys musical another reason it why really i is. thought you may gravitate towards it
1: <laughs> um but it, yeah even like it just it really felt like the that like like you said they have that respect they have that camaraderie they're not rivals per se but also they're kind of rivals right um, yeah yes because they, they have that one that one guy i don't remember is his name but he was like the lead brooklyn uh boy the one that was like named yes um and, like, they, they seem to have the same respect for him that they have for Jack. Um, yes. Th- and it, like, it's so interesting because it also reminded me of another Marvel movie uh, scene from Civil War, where Spider-Man is fighting Captain America. And he's like, where, where are you from? He's like, Queens. He's like, mm-hmm brooklyn yeah <laughs> right? that's like it. in this it's we like,
0: are brothers he, Right. i, like, like, I have re- that
1: respect <laughs> but also get out of here right like <laughs> I, I it did
0: remind me of the sam raimi spider-man films where they're like you mess with one of us you mess with all of
1: us exactly yeah yeah <laughs> oh man uh we we have been completely poisoned by all of the marvel I, stuff that we watch and i like <laughs>
0: I, I think it's helpful. I think it's fun that we are watching sure the stage is, yeah. <laughs> musical that you you're you're not very familiar with this art form, but you've found so many ways to connect it to other things that you are into. Like this reminds mm-hmm. me of a Absolutely. Spider-Man video game and a Superman comic. Like, I think that's what's great is there is a musical for everybody. Maybe cats isn't your vibe, but something <laughs> is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. I, I I had a blast w- w- with this. This was a lot of uh, f- Good. fun. I, I I did like the bit that uh, like he ends up not being locked away, but like sent to sleep down in the base. Yes. Like that was I I w- I wasn't sure exactly what was happening. He's 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 not locked up. He can leave. But he's kind of confined to like, well, you'll sleep in the basement of my building, because I said so. And I was just like, what? Why? I, um but he sleeps <laughs> on 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 top of this printing yes press, which is the thing they use to then disseminate mm. their own newspaper yeah. paper. I um, did like out.
0: that. That really period specific obstacle of unlike today, when there's if you want to get a message out, there's so many different ways. But back then it's like if we are fighting against the newspaper men, how do we communicate to people? Because he owns every printing press. And you can imagine a lot of these kids don't know how to like write more than their names. So it's not like Catherine can draft up one thing and then say, okay, everybody copy this. We're just going to hand out these pieces of paper. It's like they need a printing press. So they find this like kind of broken down older model down in a basement. And there's other obstacles like, all right, we got to get the kids from Brooklyn on our side. All right, somebody go walk to Brooklyn and tell them.
1: Right. And they're all just like, I don't want to. It's too far. or Like, I, I'll right? get beat up if I go over there. Like, well, <laughs> no, I don't want to go over there. It's their turf. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I liked all of that stuff. I'm also currently watching uh, a show on Netflix called The Get Down. Um, which ah. I, I've I've seen before before, uh, but it's about like the birth of hip hop and what was happening in New York at the time and stuff like that comes up where it's just like no we we can't go over there it's their turf over there we'll get mm. beat up um, uh, so yeah that that's a lot of fun but um, God, yeah yeah God, God I just it, I it's it's interesting to see them use this press because i've also gotten to use one of those things but um,
0: Whoa. yeah
1: my my degree in 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 school was graphic d- design and one of the classes that i got to take was a like old school printing press typesetting cool. class like we had to do all of that and like ro- operate the machine mach- machine and stuff so it was neat but like ha ah, i've used i'm I've, I've, like i've wow. done that <laughs> that's fun <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i i i i had an absolute blast watching Good. this been, i'm been, i'm happy intense.
0: thank thank you for going down this journey with me indulging my love of musical theater letting me that. bring a little bit of, like we've covered musicals before we talked about the frank oz little shop of horrors that there's a musical episode of Fringe like musical oh, yeah. numbers have happened, but I wanted us to see something live on
1: stage. Yeah. Um, yeah, which, which was good. It was a good review show first 200 um, mm-hmm. something episodes in. Right. <laughs> so the the closest thing that I've done was cover the cast recording of Hamilton on yes. the Whatnots podcast, which was the version of this podcast before it was this podcast right um which uh, yeah which was fun we got the story of what happened but there was no visual like we just had to Mm. kind of make it up in our our head which i know now there, there there is like a recording of that which i think is also on disney plus yes right um, yeah
0: yeah i came home and my roommate was watching that last night i guess because she turned on disney plus and after i watched newsies disney plus is like do you want the one other of that thing that we have you. the live hamilton
1: right yeah so I just uh, come home
0: and she's like i'm in it now <laughs> What did <laughs> I it, to win it,
1: yeah exactly um yeah so i i i i have Nothing but good things to say about this. I enjoyed it. Go check it out. Good. Uh, makes good. me want to go ch- check out what the differences are in the movie. Um, I know there's a few differences in musical numbers, some that were in the movie that weren't in the play, some that were in, in the play that weren't in the movie, but still just wanting to see, what, yeah, How 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 do they translate this? into uh, I, mean, I mean i guess they're not translating this into a movie but what was the original t- mm. t- t- take on all mm. of this here so good stuff good stuff good stuff indeed do you have any other kind of final thoughts things that i missed that you want to point oh, out I-
0: um,
1: <laughs> we haven't mentioned i like uh what was his name roosevelt but the, 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 is, is that yeah in, uh that was president in, in teddy the here? roosevelt
0: yes yeah. just showing up at the end i feel like annie also has that like some like the president shows up in annie i think i haven't seen it in a long time but it's got a similar
1: scene that'd be it that'd be an you know so for our bingo cards <laughs> when we play review show b- b- bingo that'd be an interesting one to 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 do especially for the Quota one of, of like, I want to see the president sh- show up five times, <laughs> right? And, and
0: <laughs> it could be in any context. It could be like right, Independence yeah. Day. It could be like when they call President Hoover in being the Ricardos.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so, i yeah, do did, did, did you have any other last kind of final no, thoughts that you want to well, do or should we well, get on to? I,
0: I, I have I have a bunch of stuff for recommendations. Let's run through bingo and then we can go to uh, everything I have to recommend. Sure.
1: Yeah, I am pulling up our bingo cards on screen. Um, we like to play review show bingo with a bunch of different movie and TV and comic book and entertainment tr- tropes. Um, I don't know if we that th- this would have been a great one to get a big puddle splash. Uh maybe it's in the movie but they just couldn't do it on stage yeah Yeah. Um, this is probably another one where we don't truly have an update no new cards have been filled out no new bingos um it just gets more and more difficult to, to fill out these last and final squares the further we get on into the year here um but hopefully down the road, we'll get a few more of these before the year's up. let you are dominating the bingo game right now. I you have like four spaces left. I have like yeah. nine, ten left. So. Oh, well. Oh, well. Uh, OK, so that is our uh, oh, whoops. OK, yeah, there we go. That's our update for bingo. Uh, let's get on. Two recommendations. Melissa, you said you had a bunch of recommendations. Let's hear them.
0: If you like Newsy specifically, if you like the choreography style of this, I think it is a very close match to West Side Story, which is also like gangs of teen boys beefing over turf. These very sort of jabby, punchy, jumpy, acrobatic, athletic uh, choreography styles styles like the the king of dance fighting is west side story just always a beautiful show i've seen it live a couple times uh of course i encourage you to see all of these things live but with west side story you've got the original musical movie from i think jerome robbins and robert wise the one from the 60s and the steven spielberg remake of it from a couple years ago is also very strong Uh, I would also suggest Mary Poppins for the chimney sweep dances. If you want other like scrappy, dirty working class hopping around on top of a building, Mary Poppins is the best of that. Uh, Les Mis, Les Miserables, another story of, again, just gangs of boys, gangs of boys in like little vests (laughs) rebelling against something. (laughs) they build a big barricade of all this furniture somebody climbs on top of the barricade waves a big french flag you've got a kid in that just the way this musical has like we have one one kid like nine, like nine actual, year old yeah that's another one where it's it like fantastic you know, in
1: if, this one But hey, a,
0: yeah. a wonderful kid yes is it, is it named less
1: something like That I Let's think so. I, I thought it up. was
0: funny because the the shortest kid is named yeah. less There's literally Les less of him, yes. Uh, and lame is you've got Gavroche. If you're a little boy who wants to get into musicals, like there's a whole cycle of these characters you can play. You can do a less you can do a Gavroche, you can do a Winthrop in, in Music Man,
1: yeah.
0: Um, another thing similar for the choreography style is Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. And this was something I'd heard about. This is an older show. And I'd heard like, mm. oh, the, the story really isn't aged well, but like the choreography, the big song and dance numbers of this thing are incredible. And I saw it live and I'm like, that was great. And then I saw the original movie from like the 50s or 60s. And I'm like, oh, this is what people are talking about. When I saw it live, I must have seen an updated script. Because the story <laughs> for this is that it's set in like the mountains of the 1800s. And this, like, mountain man, like, hunter fur trapper guy goes into town. And he's like, I want a wife. One wife, please. I think a wife would be very helpful to me. And he finds this. He goes into town. He gets, like, this is, I'm here to trade my stuff.
1: This is the one time Watson where I go get, Wa- like, Walmart. Like, I want one <laughs> wife, please.
0: <laughs> he's like, I'm going to go get bathed and shaved. And, get, like, get a new set of clothes. Have my clothes go through a professional laundry. Whatever. He goes in town. He gets cleaned up. And he finds this lady working at a restaurant who's like orphaned. She really just works at that restaurant. And he uh, convinces her like they do have this sort of bickering, but charming meat cute. And he's like, I'd like to have a wife, please. I think you'd be really good at that. I I'd, I'd treat you well. We have a beautiful home. She's like, okay. All right. And so she marries him. They go up to his home in the mountains and he's got six kid brothers mm. that he didn't tell her about. And it's like, yeah, our parents died. I take care of them. And she's like, Well, now I take care of them. I didn't sign up for that. I agreed to be like your wife, not also the mom to these six rowdy boys. He's like, she's like, they have to get their own wives if they want somebody to like cook and clean for them. And they all go back into town for this like barn raising like dance party party. Which is incredible. This is the number people are talking about in Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Just all, the, like, the these mountain boys get into a dance-off with, like, the the boys from the town. It's kind of like Natu, 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 where they're like, Row, we're going to show go. yeah. these uptight British nerds how we really dance here in <laughs> India.
1: There you go. Uh,
0: And then based on some old story in the bible uh these boys are like i say boys i mean they are they're men they're not as young as Newsies. <laughs> they're like we need to go kidnap these women and then they will marry us like this one old bible story says and in the stage musical the more recent <laughs> smoothed over adaptation these women are like and like they these are all girls that they met when they go into town for the barn dance and they kind of flirt with they come back they're like we we were going to kidnap you we found the idea and in the in a book we're sorry and they're like kidnap us yes oh no we're being kidnapped here we go off into the mountains we definitely didn't choose this of our own volition to go against our father's wishes we're being kidnapped like they lean into it because they're They have like such limited agency, and like all their dads are going to be mad at them. So they just like agree to go along with it as a lie. Like wink, we're being kidnapped. Wink, we sincerely do want to go with these men and maybe marry them. In the original movie, no, it is a full kidnapping. All those women are screaming. So I recommend
1: they will marry us. That's (laughs) how love works, works, right?
0: Yes. (laughs) So I recommend the live stage production. I I think I, I believe i don't know i don't know the status of like who's using an updated script and when but like if you can right, see yeah. that show live i really had a lot of fun with it
1: um i i was and, hoping that this new nosies no no I, I i guess not hoping but i saw a few instances that they could have had jokes like more modern jokes mm. in there like yeah it was one thing about like them wanting to figure out like how do we like find out this information or something like that and someone was just like oh you can look it up or there's something like Mm. that i was like they could have just said you can google it and move on right just like no uh, like uh, obviously they, they they can't it's set in the 1899 right but just the fact that like
0: one of the kids could have been like if only there was some sort of a computational machine where we could send in a query for
1: information (laughs) hey Jeeves, Uh, you know where we can find (laughs) (laughs) I,
0: i also recommend uh playing right now in disney's california adventure is a Not a full length musical, but like a one act musical of Rogers, the musical, which you saw the Mm -hmm. one number from in the Hawkeye series on Disney Plus. They wrote a whole like maybe like 30 minute show expanding on that that you can see in the Avengers campus uh, adjacent area of California Adventure. It's not there permanently. It's just there for a couple more weeks. But Look it up on YouTube. The channel Ordinary Adventures does a lot of really nice theme park vlogging. They covered this whole show. New Rockstars just did a breakdown, an Easter egg breakdown of Rogers mm-hmm. the musical, and they used the footage that Ordinary Adventures recorded. Look this up. It's so fun. <laughs> and I've, it's I've got, heard good, you know,
1: good things. Yeah.
0: Yeah, another uh, Alan Minkin number in there. Similar sort of early 20th century, like scrappy boy vibes. (laughs) I I had great fun watching Rogers the musical. Again, another way to bridge musical theater and, and comic book nerds. Absolutely. And finally, I took the liberty of Googling for you what is at your local theater in Oklahoma City. Oh, there you go. Uh, I'm on the website for OKC Broadway, and these are the live musicals you can see at the local Civic Center Music Hall. You can see coming up over the next year, Six, which is a musical about the six wives of Henry VIII, if they were all a girl group like the Spice Girls. Nice. It's a big, fun, sparkly, like pop musical. I haven't seen it, but people really love it. Uh, You can see the Tina Turner musical. You can see Les Mis. Les okay. Mis is fun live. You can see Wicked. You can see Chicago, another classic. Bitch, Chicago yeah. is always great fun. Uh, and you can see Mama Mia, which is very silly. <laughs> Mama Mia is a great, like, wine and good time.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> also, outside of the musical realm, on September 21st, you can go see a live orchestral accompaniment to Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse.
1: Amazing. That'd be great. I just
0: needed to make sure that you knew that. <laughs> so take advantage. Please seek out your local theater. I talked directly to Kyle and to you, the audience. What's playing? What's playing yeah. in your town? What can you go see? Go check it out.
1: Good stuff. Good stuff. I'm done. <laughs> That's all uh, okay. So my recommendations, um, I already kind of pulled in the super girl connection. Um, interestingly enough, the CW, DC Comics, Arrowverse, whatever you kind of want to call them, uh, those shows have a pretty decent history of of casting actors that have backgrounds in musical theater. There's some Glee alumni uh, in 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 there. So every once in a while, while, while they would do musical a- episodes Um And it would always be like some villain has worked some magic so they can only speak in song or they get transported to another dimension where the whole thing is a musical. Right. Um, But they, they actually do some 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 pretty good fun stuff with that. So especially on the musical end, I would recommend Supergirl and the Flash um those uh those ones w- 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 are the ones that stuck with the like what if we do a musical episode every so <laughs> often um but yeah um let's see what else what else um this one yeah i mean i hear on the review show we've already mentioned it we covered little shop of horrors Earlier uh, on on the r- review show, that was a lot of fun. I still reference n- n- that just uh, d- on my own. I'm always like, feed me, Seymour. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, I, I, I'm not as familiar with this, so I, I don't really know what to recommend. I, I, I could say something like the Peaky Blinders if you want more. Like, okay,
0: yeah. Bo- bo- yeah.
1: Bo- wo- bo- boys in the like early 1900s with those like newsy hats, people humanizing <laughs> <synchronizing laughs> stuff do like that, like right?
0: Groups of dirty boys in hats.
1: <laughs> We've yeah, got more yeah. recommendations for you. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Um, if you don't mind watching foreign sh- 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 shows, uh, you can watch Babylon Berlin, uh, which is a German sh- sh- show set in that same time period. Uh, it's a detective show. But again, dirty b- 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 boys and hats, people unionizing, right? And st- <laughs> stuff like that. Um. <laughs> uh yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I, I yeah, I, I, I guess that would be my recommendations. Go, go ch- check out some Superman comics. Learn all about yeah. the Newsboy Legion, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? It'll be good fun. Um, but yeah, I guess that's all the recommendations that I have. So I am going to pull up my pitches for yes. this next week here. Let me see here. What's the best way to do all of this stuff? So, because I'm traveling, um I can't really, you know, can't really do a TV show, can't really really do long stints of comics or anything like that um but I figured this would be a good time for me to pitch some audio dramas. Uh, some yes. Ma- a- a- audio fiction, I-, I think, is the, the more correct uh, tr- term because not all, all of them are dramas. Right. Yeah. They could be horrors. They could be comedies. They could be sci fi. The, the, who knows what? Um, but audio fiction podcasts. Uh, so let's see. The first one is one that I found called The White Vault. Um, and Mm. I wanted to pitch, uh, season one, which is a total of 10 episodes. Um, I think this show has gone on to do five seasons in total. Um, but this is a show. It says, uh, Follow the collected records of a repair team sent out to outpost Faristed in the vast white wastes of Svalbard and unravel what lies waiting in the ice below. Uh, So this seems to be a horror podcast uh, with some kind of found footage. Uh, This Mm. this. Repair team kind of documenting what they are finding, what they are fixing. And, yeah, the mysteries of this outpost that is in this mysterious, snowy, uh, icy uh, part of uh, who knows where this is, is exactly located. But there seems to be some kind of mystery, maybe some kind of monster or alien or who knows what hmm. buried underneath the vault the white okay season one 10 episodes they're about uh 20 to 30 minute episodes yeah um and then i think it was uh yeah so I, i i figured season one would be a good length uh for for us to check out here with this um then let's see here what do i got pitch number two let me look this up i think this is actually one that you have pitched before melissa it struck me as familiar or or maybe i pitched it i don't know um let me see this is moon base theta out um is i i, I don't remember if you had pitched this or not but for some reason it was familiar <sighs> Uh, Moonbase Theta Out. It says it's a queer emotional sci-fi audio Mm. drama by DJ uh, (laughs) Silvis. It's set in 2098. Uh, The Moonbase program has been determined unprofitable. The last base, (laughs) Theta, is 20 weeks from being decommissioned. Most of the crew is in stasis awaiting retrieval. Five remain Roger Brigado Fisher, Nessa Chong, uh, Aishwini Ray, Mitchell the Langlois, uh, and Wilder. Join the crew of Moonbase Hada as they reach out to share the beauty, the isolation, and frustration, uh, the love, and, and enmity the humor and the tragedy uh all as all count down the operations at end and what comes after um so i also wanted to do season one of this show um season one is has a much higher episode count but much shorter runtimes. uh so there's 20 episodes in season one but they're all anywhere from like five minutes to like 13 14 minutes i think at most real quick like six seven minute episodes um but one thing that is also really cool about this uh is that they have a super cu- cut of the oh. entire season so if you don't want to do all of the episodes you just want a single one that you can oh wow that's nice yeah it's uh on their feed as mto combined season one um just sh- shortly after season one has wrapped up moon base data out yeah that is pitch number two and then pitch number three. Uh, let me get my notes up here so I know what it is. This is called mockery Manor um, mm. And let me pull up the the show here on my podcast app. it says the it's the summer of 1989 somewhere in the deepest darkest part of England. Mockery Manor is a theme park where people disappear, and it's up to a pair of chaotic teenage twins to catch a killer. Uh, this was a this was a nominee for best fiction in the British Podcast Awards of 2020. Uh, if you like Hot Fuzz, The White Lotus, and Scream then Mockery Manor is for you. Uh, Full cast, production, blah, 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 blah. Um, So for this one, I also wanted to do season one, which is 11 episodes. Uh, They're all about half an hour uh, each. Um, So yeah, pitch number one to review was the White Vault mysterious horror audio drama Moonbase Theta is pitch number two. Uh, That seems to be a kind of queer sci-fi audio drama. And pitch number three, Mockery Manor, uh, seems to be kind of a horror comedy, um, from what I can understand here. Um, And I I guess to give some context, audio fiction podcasts are really neat because they can have such a wide variety of production values. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think the last couple that we've done here on the podcast have been bigger productions uh, with like bigger Hollywood <laughs> Hollywood a- a- actors, uh, stuff like that. So I wanted to get stuff that was a smaller production, but still a production like with actors yeah. and sound effects. and st- And it's not the like one person in their bedroom mm-hmm. doing all of the actors and stuff, which is still neat. But um yeah, like the, the, lesser-known productions.
0: This is what's so cool about audio fiction is that there's so much of it in yeah.
1: the.
0: Y- you've given me three things I've never heard of.
1: Cool. Good. I,
0: yeah. yeah I hadn't pitched these before. I don't know why Moonbase Theta Out sounds familiar. I did pitch a. I know if it's I'm sci-fi sure. ones. There's a show called Look Up. That is about mm-hmm. it's like a, a, a romance between these two boys whose parents are astronauts who are supposed to be coming home from a like five year space mission or whatever. And these boys are like meeting each other again for the first time since they were like on this press tour is like the kids are the astronauts. And it's like a romance between the two of them as they just look up at the stars looking for old blinking is that light. That's as their parents one of the ones are That
1: that Berigan Snow is in. I think so. Yeah. Um, he's he's, he's which fantastic did, he's a great Seeing which actor. uh
0: bright sessions did also have a musical episode it's not they just did, for tv yes. an audio drama yeah. can do it too
1: yeah absolutely uh,
0: i love musical theater and you've struck upon one of my other deep loves which is theme parks <laughs> these are all very interesting pitches but i gotta go with the theme park one especially here Lockery towards the end Manor. of summer Let's have like one last like summer vacation energy. Let's do the theme park one. Let's do Mockery yeah. Manor. Even Mochary though this Manor is probably like great. a very drizzly, foggy British theme park, not exactly what we're picturing here in America, <laughs> but I'll take it.
1: Yeah. Um man, I yeah, I I I I think this one looks really inter- interesting. We've already kind of done a episode on the review show where there is a theme park where people are kids all the time and people are disappearing that was in our shazam comics, <laughs> yeah. uh, and, we, we and have covered like a haunted that.
0: theme park before
1: right yeah so uh more haunted theme parks on on this i i think that'll be g- great um so yeah I think this will be a lot of fun. You can get this wherever you get your podcasts. Just t- t- type in mockery manner uh, and it will pop up. Um, I think they have gone on to do a couple seasons, three seasons total. Um, but. uh Yeah. I'm I'm interested to see what this what this is because I yeah I I don't know any of these actors I don't know any of these production people behind it all of that good stuff so I think this will be a fun surprise, um, for us for this next week and something that I can listen l- l- to while I'm on the airplane. Good, oh. very practical. Yeah stuff indeed so that's what we will cover this next week mockery manor season one uh and then be on the lookout for the end of the month when we cover the first excuse me when we cover the first mm-hmm. three volumes of hell for our end of the month special yeah um, yeah i think that kind of about wraps us up for this week so melissa where can the people find you on the internet
0: you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkieWit, That's W I L K Y W I T, and listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities. Uh, I'll tell you ahead of time the one of the reasons I picked Mockery Manor is that it reminds me of a a show we did. Normally we talk about obscure, uh, old like nineties and two thousands nostalgia, but there's a recent Netflix show called Dead and Paranormal Park. Yeah, that we did an episode on because it's one of my brother's new favorites.
1: So there's similar stuff over there. There you go. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, if you want to find me, I am at Yo Kyle Springer and most of the social media places, X and threads and blue sky, all that good stuff. If you want to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at the whatnots, we are at the whatnots on most social media places uh, at the whatnots official on th- on our th- th- So please go like, share and subscribe for watching this on YouTube. We got plenty more videos right over there. Uh, This has been number 266, The Whatnots Review Show. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.